Welcome once again to another episode of the Random Access Podcast, brought to you by RAPodcast.net. This is episode 618, recorded live on Sunday, December 22nd, 2019. And here are your hosts. The man who I would like to wish a happy Hanukkah to, Dave Pillay. Aw, thank you. And the man who is most likely going to be wished a Merry Christmas, Andy Lowe. Hi. Hi. Merry Christmas, Andy. Thank you, Dave. A couple days early. Yeah, well, by the time this episode most likely gets out, <laughs> Christmas will have most likely already happened. Probably. Yeah. What is what is the average turnaround time on these episodes now from when we record? <laughs> Anywhere between four and six days. <laughs> four to six days? Yeah. So, like, they go up on the Saturday before we record? Or the Friday. Or the Thursday. Okay. Because they're, um, so we record on Sunday and then, you know, I, you know, Kate's watching Isaac while I record. So I kind of, you know, watch him afterwards for a bit, give her a break. Yes. And then Monday we, uh, do you have a banana? <laughs> <laughs> hey, you're eating apple banana applesauce. Okay. <laughs> um, so we do uh, shopping on Monday, and then Tuesday yes. I have curling, and then depending on the week, sometimes on Wednesday I have torch club after work. So there are some weeks where I don't have any free time after work until Thursday. Okay. So it, it it's you know I, I I gotta have time to you know I, I can I, I can edit it quickly, but I still need at least you know like an hour. To just, you know, sit down and actually knock it out. Right. And you you don't get that until the end of the week. Yes. So, yes, most likely by the time this episode airs, Christmas will have already happened. Okay. And what, pray tell, are your Christmas plans this year? Um, well, we just got back from the low side family Christmas. So got to hang out with the cousins and my siblings and my dad. And um, then uh, our Christmas will be on Christmas Day, most likely We'll try and get Isaac to open boxes, but he has no idea what Christmas is still. He's had one and a half of them, right? Like, he's had two, but one of them was before he was actually developing memory. Yeah. So, um, you know, we'll bring stuff down for him. We'll have him, like, open things, but he'll probably just wonder why we're just, you know, having a day of opening things. <laughs> What's going on? It's not my birthday. So, um, yeah, we'll, we'll, you know, open stuff, probably watch a movie and then we'll do uh Chinese food for dinner. Ooh, nice. Nice. I got to remember to place my Chinese food order pretty early. Oh my gosh. Yeah. No, I went, I went there to go get it picked up cause I called them up and they're like, yeah, delivery is going to, you know, the amount of people that are calling for delivery. It's like, yeah, you're not going to. Yep. So, um. Yeah, I went to go pick it up last year, and it was just the front counter had like two dozen bags just all in a row. <laughs> yep. And you could wish almost every one of those people a happy Hanukkah, and they'll be like, oh, thank you. Yeah. So, yeah, no, that'll probably be our Christmas. And then uh, Kate's family is coming in next weekend on Saturday. Okay. For their side of the Christmas. And then we'll be Christmas done. Yay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We were going to do uh, more of a Christmassy Christmas this year, and then that didn't really pan out. 
partly because there was some sickness that came through. I don't know if you guys have been experiencing it there, but like, holy crap, there's been this wave of um, stomach flu that is just like ripped through the circle of friends that I have here. You could track it going from house to house. And Laura went over to where they had previously had it, and then they were feeling way better, and it had been a couple days, and she was there, and their, uh, how old is he, eight-month-old, uh, was on her shoulder and drooling on her shoulder, and then that night, <laughs> oh, man, uh, yeah, she just started throwing up. That kind of killed the, like, the weekend that we had planned to do stuff. Uh, Laura was just knocked out the entire weekend. Yep, that, uh, it's not as bad here, but yeah, we've had people who have just been down over here, so it's just like, you know, stay away. I'm gonna go to the office, I'm gonna sit in my office in the basement, away from everybody else, do my thing by myself, I'll be good. Yep. Somehow, I did not get sick. Yay! Knock on whatever wood is nearby. Thank you. No problem. I suppose I should say I've not gotten sick yet. (laughs) Man knows not what the future holds. Yeah. Well, so here's the thing. Like, Laura got sick and was like, I'm pretty sure it's norovirus. And I'm like, well, fuck, that's like highly contagious. And like, and you've been sick for like a day because you're sick for a day before you show symptoms. And you've been all around the house. And everything in the house is covered with that, like, virus. Like, I'm screwed. And so I went to the store because I'm like, I'm feeling good right now, right? I'm all good. I should do this right now. I went to the store and I bought stuff for Laura so that, like, you know, she had saltine crackers and we had some some stuff that she could drink. And I don't think I actually bought Sprite, which I should have. Um, And I was also there shopping for myself, going like, I'm not going to be able to move tomorrow, so what do I need to have in the house? And then I didn't get sick. Hey, you know what would happen, though, if you hadn't gotten the stuff for yourself? I would have gotten sick. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm... I'm It's the stuff I always talk about with work, is, you know, I always have a plan B, and they're like, well, I'm glad you spent all that time looking for your plan B, and we never used it. And I'm like, well, that's just because... Because I look for plan B. I look for plan B. If I hadn't looked for plan B, then we would have a problem. So. So are you planning anything? Well, we can talk about New Year's next episode because that is actually before New Year's, isn't it? (laughs) Oh, shit. There's New Year's after Christmas. I know. Keep on forgetting about those six days. Crap. Yeah, what am I going to do for New Year's? Somebody had uh, posted, you know, those things where people always talk about, oh, if you start Star Wars at this time, then the Death Star will blow up at midnight. What? You've never seen that where people post, you know, times for movies where something, you know, if you start the movie at this time, something significant will happen at midnight. And the one for Star Wars is, you know, if you start Star Wars the at Death Star blowing up, Death Star will blow up at midnight. I have not. Oh, well, that's the thing. Let's see what it is. It's Star Wars Midnight Death Star. Blow up the Death Star on New Year's Eve. Yeah, if you start Star Wars Episode Four at 10.02.43, I do believe that's like when the music starts, um, the Death Star will blow up at midnight. 
Okay. Well, somebody had figured it out at um, for um, Endgame. If you start Endgame at like nine thirty something, the snap. Uh, yeah, t- Tony Stark will snap. Yep. At midnight, which I feel like that one's you know granted you know Death Star blowing up you know Tony Stark Stark snapping also you know I feel like both of those are could be similar. So okay. <laughs> We might do something like that, though, but I kind of feel bad, though, because Isaac would be going upstairs around 9 to 10 in that range. So then either way, I would probably miss either, you know, like an hour of Endgame or I'd miss first 20 minutes of A New Hope, which, you know, that's the not exciting part of the movie. The first 20 minutes of A New Hope? Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's a spaceship battle. The droids get in the ejection pod. Vader is badass and says half his lines from the movie. <laughs> have you seen the latest movie, by the way? No. Okay. No, I have not. And part of that is interesting to me in the idea of regardless of how I felt about um, episodes seven and eight, I think the effect that it has had on me is very telling, which is that I realized like two days ago when the movie was, was being released that like, Oh, the star Wars movie comes out tonight. The fact that that's what my reaction was, was like, Oh shit. Like what has happened? Is that because of me or is it because of star Wars? But you've seen it. Yes. Yes, I did. Cause we, uh, Kate's birthday was on Thursday. <clears throat> okay. Happy birthday, Kate. Dave says happy birthday. Thanks Dave. Um, uh, we both had vacation days that were use or lose, so we took Friday off, and we, you know, we dropped Isaac at daycare, and we did a um, another double feature date day. Mm-hmm. So we saw Frozen Two in the morning, uh, went out for pizza for lunch, um, and then we came back and saw Star Wars in the afternoon. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Worth seeing. I feel like as a Star Wars fan. Y- you kind of have to um you kind of have to see it. I feel like it's like an obligation. Okay. Granted, who was I was listening to somebody talking about I think it was on Radio 1 or no, 1A. I was listening to 1A and they were talking about Star Wars on Friday before the movie came out, which was great because none of none of the people who were talking about the movie had seen it yet. So, I knew there weren't going to be any spoilers, but um one of the ladies worked for Inside Edition or People Magazine, I can't remember which one, but she had talked about um, how all these series that she had loved were basically, uh, she called it the the the, the funeral because they were going to let her down one last time. That's sad. Yeah. It's like, yeah, no, I always reach that funeral point. And the guy's like, funeral point? It's like, yeah, where the series will just let me down one last time. I'm like, oh, Oh, they're silly if they think it's going to be one last time. Mm-hmm. This is like... Well, Disney said they were going to wait years before they did another Star Wars. Yeah, but they're still going to do another one. Yes, the other thing, though, is the fact that I'm curious, okay, has Star Wars been released in China yet? <laughs> so, Star Wars box office. I'm just going to say box office right now. Yeah. Um, worldwide opening weekend box office for Star Wars, <coughs> according to the latest numbers, um, 175 million domestic and 373 million worldwide. Jeez. Do you Is know that what for the, this movie or total? Yes, 
No, this movie. Wow. I thought I was reading that it only had a $90 million opening weekend. I guess it couldn't because it's still the weekend, isn't it? Yes. Oh, shit. Okay. Well, that's a lot. Except that's 20% below the $220 million of The Last Jedi. Oh, and that's tw- not a lot. And 29% below the $248 million of The Force Awakens. So fewer people are watching this. Yes. But do you want to know what the opening weekend was in China? Not really, but you're going to tell me. 2.2 million. Is that higher or lower than the others? Let's see. Star Wars Force Awakens debuted with an opening weekend gross of 52 million before earning 126. Rogue One earned 30 million. Last Jedi opened with 28.7 in China. So China is a huge movie market. Yeah, there's a lot of people there. Yeah, and it seems Star Wars is just... Popular? Not popular in China. Not popular. Uh Uh-oh. So that's the thing is like, okay, yeah, you're looking at, you know, 175 million in the U.S. and 2.2 million in China. Oh, yeah. No, that's that's not a that's not a good ratio there. No. And that's given how many people there are in China. Yeah. The Star Wars Rise of Skywalker is expected to earn a total of 18 million during the total run in China. That's that's just not it's it's a huge Disney. You know, Star Wars is a big IP for Disney, except in the one market that they're really trying to break into China. I mean, I you know, but at the same time, I'm kind of glad because I'm getting really sick and tired of movie companies and companies in general pandering to China just because there's so much potential business there. We talked about this, right, with Blizzard and the NBA. Yes. And so it's kind of like refreshing if Disney doesn't try to market this hard. But the question then becomes, you know, as we had talked about, everybody is pandering to China right now. So is Disney just going to put Star Wars on the back burner until it can, you know, but like backdoor it in via the Mandalorian? How do movies typically pander to China? Well, if you're a Marvel movie, you um, hire Chinese-specific actresses and um, add scenes specifically for the Chinese version of the movies. Mm-hmm. Usually shot or set in China. Yes. So how do you do that with Star Wars? <laughs> That is an excellent question. Well, at least it's, I mean, you could do the the Chinese actors and actresses. Yes. What was Rose? Ooh, is she? Yeah. No, she's American. Never mind. Her parents are refugees from Vietnam. Okay, so she's Vietnamese. Yeah. All right. Not Chinese. Nope. So I I think that Disney is just gonna try and get in via Disney. Well, granted, Disney's really pushing Disney Plus now for stuff. Yes. I mean, they're pushing Disney Plus all over the place. Yeah. I think if you can, you know, get Disney Plus in via, you know, The Mandalorian or... um, Oh, yeah, live-action Mulan. I completely forgot about that. That's coming out next year. Disney's doing a live-action Mulan? Yes, Disney's doing a live-action Mulan. Uh, Stop. Just stop. Come on, Disney. What do we do when we're all out of ideas? Take all of our animation stuff and redo it. Yep. (laughs) That's upsetting. All right. 
By the way, did we secretly dive into like topics in there? No, because I didn't actually. It, post it sounded it. like you were reading numbers, so I assumed that you had actually posted a topic about this. No, no, I hadn't actually. <clears throat> okay. Would you? Well, like? then, before we get to topics, okay. How are you doing on your uh, Umbra deploy challenge? Um, well, since that started on Friday while we were at the movies. Yep. And then yesterday, uh, I was at my sister's house all day. Okay. Um, so not very far. No, I have not done anything with that. Okay. I have until the 30th, right? <clears throat> yes. You need to fully deploy 180 portals. Well, could probably do that. Yeah, I think I could do that. What does the, what does the 180 portals get me? Does that get me a, a gold? Yes. Okay, good, because I need one of those. You need another gold? Yes. According to my agent stats, yeah, I'm a gold short of getting level 11. I submitted my first portal suggestion. Yeah? Yes, it was actually a portal that I had gotten removed because the sign was removed. And I'm like, hey, the sign no long- is no longer here. And they said, yep, no, you're right, it's no longer there. And they removed it. And then I stopped by that rest area again, and the sign's back. And I'm just like, son of a... <laughs> it's back. Wait, I can submit this now. <laughs> I, uh... Well, let's see. Yesterday I walked around campus to go um, deploy as much as I could. Mm-hmm. And I submitted three additional ones yesterday. Nice. Uh, and also got notifications. So at this point, by the way, would you like to know how many I have in the queue waiting for approval? How many? Uh, including the three I submitted yesterday. So one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. Currently waiting. About half of them are in voting right now. How do I check that? Uh, go to Wayfarer. Okay. Dot Nianticlabs dot com. Okay. Go to your nominations page. Yes, I'd like to continue with Google. I'd like to sign in with my Gmail. Nominations. In voting. Oh, there were, um, wow, these are my old ones from 2013. Yep. Oh, it pulls all of them. Kalamazoo City Hall is listed as a duplicate. Mm. Helmet number seven. Yep, accepted. Research sculpture, balance sculpture, light sounds, time capsule, sculpture, whale sculpture, yep. Oh, historical marker is in voting. Congratulations. Yep. Supplemental information, historical marker was physically removed, but now has returned. So there we go. So I finally got another one in there. Will that increase my seer points at all or no? Uh, it increases one of them. I don't remember which one. No, go to the newest ones. So some of mine have been waiting for a long time, though. I've got two of them, and they're ones that I've upgraded uh, that are still in voting from a month ago. Can I check on my, um, so nominations, are there, what about the ones I put in for uh, suggestions? Those are not listed. <sighs> Man, one of them is yeah. just literally a freaking spelling error in the title. Yep. <laughs> That's it. It's just but- a... While we're talking about this, we actually can now dovetail into topics. Oh. Because one of the topics is the one-month check-in from Wayfarer. Okay. Niantic posted, uh, a, a, well, a blog post saying, hey, we've been doing this for a month, and here's what's going on. Uh, in the month, 
So in 30 days, they had 750,000 nominations. <laughs> they have doubled the reviewer base. They have accepted uh, 340,000 new spots. Holy guacamole. So that's, what, 10,000 spots a day? Something like that, yep. 11,000 new spots every day. Like, holy crap, that's a lot. Uh, they say they're looking for feedback on it, too, although they don't really give a good way to give said feedback. It's just like that website they supposedly set up for other people outside of the games to complain about portal locations. Oh, I've used that. Oh, wh- where is it? I don't remember. <laughs> But it exists, uh, and you have to be, like, the owner of the business or the property if you want it removed. Arr. So they, uh, they're they going. They got a lot of people submitting and, and doing this, but damn, like, that's a lot. Um, what the heck? I'm looking at Western's campus, and I only count 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13 portals. There were more portals than that. Ugh. Well, if their portal's gone, then I can just always add them back again. <laughs> uh, do you want okay. another update on a previous topic? Yeah. What do you got? Um, so remember how last episode we were talking about how dumb the Xbox name was? Yes. Well. The Xbox System X? Yes. Xbox Series X. Series X. Yes. Yeah. Well, it turns out that that's not the actual console name. It's the series of console? Yes, the next-gen Xbox consoles are named Xbox. The name we're carrying forward to the next generation is simply Xbox, a Microsoft representative told Business Insider, adding that the name Xbox Series X allows room for additional consoles in the future. But, but, but there was an Xbox. Yes, yes, there was. Will this Xbox play Xbox games? My guess is no. But... How do you know which version of Xbox the games play? My guess is that they're um, they're just not caring about the original Xbox. So, like, I could go online and go to eBay and post, like, 30 Xbox games, $600. Yes, if you want to be a jerk like that. Granted, yes, I know there are jerks out there like that. There, there are many jerks out there like that. Do they understand what they're doing to video game historians? Do they actually understand that there are video game historians? Like, there are people who are interested in this history as we are making it. And what they are doing now sucks. Yep. This is this is worse than calling it the Series X. We're just going to give it the same exact name from the console that's, you know, 20 years, 20 years old. Yeah. Right? People are going to have to start referring to it as, like, Xbox 2019 or 2020 versus Xbox from 19 whatever. Like, talk about search engine optimization. You're going to be competing with yourself. I I don't know. It's just ridiculous that it's, you know, yeah. The, uh, so, yeah, you can get the Xbox One and the Xbox One X and the Xbox <clears throat> One S, and now it's just the Xbox Series X, and there's probably going to be an Xbox Series S. Well, so the the question is, if this is the Xbox, just Xbox, and mm-hmm. it's Series X, then will the next one in the series also just be Xbox? Like how you have you have cars, right? Like my Prius is very different than a a Prius from several years prior to it, but they're both called Toyota Prius. 
Yeah, probably. There, there isn't a difference there, but it means that like people need to start using the years. And what happens when they want to make games like you? You can't make it always backwards compatible, right? The new games I won't be able to run on the old systems. Mm-hmm. I'm thoroughly disappointed in in Microsoft. Well, I don't know what to uh, to tell you here. Oh man, that's that's just upsetting. Mm-hmm. So yeah, no. Oh. The, uh... Okay, rant over, I guess. The name we're carrying forward to the next generation is simply Xbox. So, just Xbox. Just Xbox, like just share. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. Um, okay. Another well, Microsoft uh, little news, though. Something that they're doing yeah, good, Yeah, sure. Though. Go for it. Um, they have created a video now for parents and the holidays. Okay. Must know holiday gaming tips for parents. Mm-hmm. So they, they, the video what covers... games are family-friendly, how yep. to install parental controls, how to create a child account. Cool. That's good. Yep. What I also need is, like, a senior account. Um, my parents have evidently been going nuts playing Beat Saber. <laughs> so you need, to, you need to put a time limit on it for them? I mean, Beat Saber has a natural time limit. After a while, is, you can't lift your arms anymore? Right. It, it's so physically involved that after a while, you're just like, I can't go on. Uh, ideally, you stop before that point. But, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's really cool of Microsoft to put that together. I I feel like that's something that, like, the ESRB should have done, or the ESA should have done, or the mm-hmm. ECA should have done, or, you know, everyone should have already done. Yes. Ooh, there's an Overcooked 2 update. Neat. It's also in this list of, of stuff from this article. Okay. Uh, other video game news. We have The Witcher. I've been hearing a lot about The Witcher in the last week because Netflix released their Witcher series. Okay. Um, have you have you done anything with The Witcher? None whatsoever. Do, do you know anything about this? It was a single player game along the lines of um, what's the uh, Morrowind, Skyrim, Elder Scrolls. Elder Scrolls. I, I see it along that same line. Right. But, like, where did that come from? Fallout? Nope. Nope. So there was a, a series of stories. Actually, there, it's a Polish book by... Oh, uh, God. It, I'm, there's no way I'm going to get this name right. I think it's Andrzej uh, Sapkowski. I'm sure I've slaughtered that. Uh, he wrote a series of books called The Witcher. Well, they weren't called The Witcher, but they were about this guy... Uh, Geralt, and it's this whole universe, and it's it's interesting because it's fantasy, but it's Eastern European fantasy. We don't spend a lot of time with Eastern European fantasy. We no. spend a lot of time with Western European. Yes. But, like, Eastern European folklore is scary as shit, man. Um, and so he, he made this fantasy world and made these stories that were relatively successful and a games company cd project red came by and said we'd like to make a game and the author was so um 
convinced that the video game wouldn't do well, he asked for just a lump sum payment right up front. Ooh. Rather than an ongoing royalty-based payment. Ooh. Well, the first game was kind of successful. The second game was rather successful. And the third game was like game of the year in seven different categories. Yeah. So he's a little upset mm-hmm. and is suing CD Projekt Red saying this has gone beyond the initial um, expectations and the initial things that were set down and you guys owe me a lot more money. But he already sold the rights. Yep. But he sold them under circumstances A and now it is circumstances B. And so he's arguing that he should get uh, $16 million. So they actually reached an agreement. Somehow there's an NDA, so no one knows what that agreement is, but they did reach an agreement and he's now satisfied. And CD Projekt Red still owns the rights for their stuff going forward. Well, hey, if he's if he's happy with it, then okay. Um, yeah, that's that's a thing. What else? Have you you seen the Netflix series yet or no? Laura has watched the first six episodes and enjoys it very much. Okay, well, that's good. And evidently, you do not need to know anything about the pre-existing lore to watch this, this show. Okay. Now, I don't know how much of the show falls in line with the pre-existing lore, so, like, knowing that might actually make the show worse, because you'll be like, well, that's not what's supposed to happen, a la Game of Thrones, Or it's, like, perfectly in line with it, and it's just really awesome. I don't know. I've read a couple of the books. They're really good. I would, however, recommend not watching it with Isaac in the room. Well, uh, yeah. If I remember correctly, there was some scenes in the game that were also, yeah. The the game is not for children. No. The game starts in a bedroom. Oh, okay. Like, just putting that out there. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, another game topic. There's a back button attachment. Two back button attachments. For, for the PlayStation yes. 4. Yes, the DualShock, DualShock 4. Now, this is not a back button as in a button to go backwards. No, no, no. This is this hooks onto your controller. Yep. Through the, um, basically it hooks on where your headphone is normally, or the headset's normally supposed to plug in. So it uses that sort of to attach to it, and... It adds two rear-facing buttons to the bottom of the controller mm-hmm. that can be individually mapped to 16 different inputs with an integrated screen providing an interface for button assigning process. So you can assign any of the other existing buttons to them? Yes. You cannot assign combinations to them? I do not believe so, which is too bad. But <laughs> I mean, well, that would break everything. Yeah. Right, like any sort of competitive gaming it would be such an unfair advantage. To put macros on your, your control pad? Yeah. Yeah. So this is effectively just moving a button. Moving two buttons. Or moving two buttons. Well, mm-hmm. you could put the same button on both of them. Yes, true. Moving up to two buttons. Yes. God, by default, I'd just have to I'd have it be L3 and R3. Are those the, those, uh, the, the weird shoulder buttons? Nope. L3 nope. and R3 is push in the left joystick or push in the right joystick. Oh, God. <laughs> I mean, it's been that way since, like, PlayStation 2. You know the last time I played a PlayStation 2 game? It's been that way on every Xbox controller. You know the last time I played an Xbox game? (laughs) (laughs) 
I'm not sure I want to know. Well, if I lost is Isaac. <laughs> well, I played. I think I played one time while Isaac was downstairs sleeping here. I think I had. Uh, I had uh, burnout. Whatever that burnout arcade game was. Mm-hmm. Well, and if I sign into my Xbox Live account, will it tell me? Do I remember my Xbox Live password? Nope. How about this password? Nope. How about this password? Nope. Ooh, yeah, that's out of date. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you, man, I'm I'm doing the Xbox Games Pass thing yeah. where I can play certain games on the PC mm-hmm. using my Xbox Live account. It's pretty sweet. You want to know how old my Microsoft account is? My backup email address yep. was from Hydro Aluminum. What the hell was that? Hydro Aluminum. I worked there. Uh, Oh, yeah, I remember that now. You worked there. Yeah, remove that email address. Add a new email address. Let's add my work email as the backup. The hell? This game requires 44 gigabytes of data? (laughs) Whoa! Do I even have that much space on that drive? Yes, yes, I do. Okay. But I think I'm going to finish some of these other games and clear them off that drive before... Jesus Christ, that's a lot of data. That's a lot of space. 44 gigabytes for Marvel vs. Capcom. Infinite. See my Xbox profile? Will that tell me? There is no recent activity to display. <laughs> it's been so long that you haven't been able... Oh my god. Okay. Uh-oh. Everything okay over there? Yeah, it's time for his nap. Aww. He always fights uh, the nap, and then when he gets the upstairs, Force. he's out. Space Force exists. Yes, it is now official. It got signed into law with the latest uh, yeah. budget. But what's really funny about it are the people who are staffed to it are literally the people who were already working on it. It was already... So the, the Air Force already was doing this. Yes. And by, like... This did nothing, is, is what it comes down to. Well, especially since the, um, the funding for Space Force, for the yeah. initial, the first year of Space Force, the funding is $40 million. Okay. Do you know what the full budget is for the military? $750 billion? $738 billion. Okay, not bad, right? Yeah. That was a good, good guess. Yeah. So seven hundred thirty-eight billion. Oh no, I got to do forty million divided by seven hundred thirty-eight billion. You're looking for a percentage? Yeah. So forty million divided by seven hundred thirty-eight billion thousand million billion five point four two times ten to the negative fifth. So let's times that by a hundred. We get a percentage. Point zero zero five percent. So one half of one percent of the entire military budget. Right. Oh no, sorry. Point zero zero five percent. Percent. So not even one half of one percent. No. It's a half of a percent of a percent. <laughs> sure. So nothing. <laughs> yeah. My guess is he well, wanted to. Well, it's not to... like they need to buy a lot of equipment. No, because the Air Force is already doing it. A, the Air Force is already doing it. B, what equipment would you buy? I feel Rockets? like this is this is this is Donald Trump wanting to put his name on something again. Yeah, 
I mean, it, it, he's lucky it's not called the Trump Force, or yeah. we're lucky it's not called the Trump Force. He wants to be in the history books. Mm-hmm. He's already going to be in the history books. <laughs> yes, yes, he is. I think he also wants like the first warship in space to be like the Donald Trump class spaceship, right? Isn't that kind of the pattern? Like, mm-hmm. it's you know, ships are named after, after presidents. admirals or presidents or things like that. Like, there's the Nimitz class carrier named after the Admiral Nimitz. Well, now they uh, they normally name the aircraft carriers after the presidents because I think the last last aircraft the George carrier? W. Bush, yeah, I think, or there's the George Bush, there's the Eisenhower, there's the Bush, there's the yep. Are you looking up the U.S. carrier fleet? Yeah, I'm looking at the latest U.S. Navy ships. Carrier fleet has the Lincoln, the Eisenhower, the H.W. Bush, the Washington, the Ford, the USS Zumwalt. Is the latest is the newest That's warship the stealth destroyer? Yep. So who the hell is Zumwalt? Ah, uh, that's a good question. Admiral Elmo Zumwalt, U.S. Navy officer, youngest person to serve as chief of naval operations. Well, congrats to him. Yep. Man, that ship just looks so weird, though. Mm-hmm. Well, it needs to be weird on purpose. Thank you, radar. Mm-hmm. So. So, uh, speaking of space, yeah, Boeing this weekend was supposed to, you know, put some good news finally in the book by launching their Starliner up to the International Space Station. This is the, the they star, missed, right? The, yeah, the Starliner had a clock error, and so it thought it was later in the flight than it actually was, and so it misfired its rocket. Oops. So it was it was way off oh, course, God. and by the time they can were able imagine, to, can you imagine what mission control had to be like? Of like, okay, we're cruising, we're cruising. Uh, guys, why is the rocket on? And like the panic that had to ensue from that. Ninety minutes after blastoff, said on Twitter that the capsule will not be able to reach the space station because it burned too much fuel during the anomaly. Do we? Somebody's got to have video of this anomaly. I'll have to find it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so it, it launched off of an Atlas V rocket went into space, screwed up, and is now, luckily, the the one you know, silver lining of this cloud is that it was able to touch down in the desert on a soft landing, as planned. Yay! So, it is but now... But they still messed up. Yeah, it is now back on land, but yeah, no, that's... Boeing, this is not Boeing's year. <laughs> not at all. No. No. Between that and the 787s? Mm-hmm. That's that's troublesome for Boeing Airlines. You mean the seven thirty seven Max? Yeah, that one. <laughs> yeah. What did I say? Seven eighty seven. Yeah, the seven eighty seven. Yeah, that's the Dreamliner, mm-hmm. which also really hasn't sold Done all that what much. They wanted. Yeah, it was just so big. <clears throat> but yeah, no, the seven thirty seven Max production has ceased until it gets approved again. Boeing's like, all right, Ooh, we're going to end the year on a high note. Shoot. Maybe maybe not as high as we wanted. Yep. Because, get it? Because it burned too early, so it couldn't get high enough to reach the... It's a joke. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, not good time for Boeing. Nope. What else we got here on the list? Oh, things. IBM supposedly has yeah, a new battery made from seawater. Seawater batteries. 
Mm-hmm. I can't scroll down to it because the advertisement keeps trying to bump it back to the top. There we go. Uh, okay, they made a new battery with seawater. Yes. I, but, like, how... I can't just get seawater. No. There are seawater-derived materials in the battery. Okay. As opposed to rare earth metal materials. Yes. That, we, you know... That's cool. Have to, yeah. Battery is being touted as being non-flammable. Enable to also recharge useful. Recharge eighty mm-hmm. percent of its capacity in five minutes. How much capacity does it have? Well, they're not really talking about that right now. <laughs> Guys, you can recharge it to eighty-five percent in five minutes. How much does it store? Three milliamp hours. The group the group revealed about this battery, you know, gave a couple of good bullet points, but has revealed little technical information about the battery's chemistry, configuration, or design. So not great. We don't know. Possibly great, but yes. potentially not great. So, you know, IBM makes these claims about the heavy metal free battery made from seawater components, and everybody else is like, That's great. You know, can we t- tell us more? <laughs> tell us more, and they haven't. So, you know, I get that. You know, if this is a groundbreaking design, IBM's going to want to get this patented to make their money off of it. And legit, they should. Yes. But still, I have a feel like, you know, um, maybe, you know, do some peer review on it. Let let other people take a look at it. Yeah. Just maybe, possibly. The new battery design exceeds more than 10,000 watts per liter. I don't know how that measures up. I don't know. It, it, it's according to them, it's exceeding the power level that lithium-ion battery technology can achieve. Mm-hmm. So it can be, it can have more power per density and more than eight hundred watt hours per liter. So higher energy density, and its energy efficiency is more than ninety percent. Calculated from the ratio of the energy to discharge the battery over the energy to charge the battery. Well, that would make sense, yeah, because you're going to lose some of the ch- power you use to charge it to heat and other. Yeah. factors okay as you do with any battery yeah wow okay uh uh oh we missed a topic that we could have pivoted to what with the u.s navies oh yes about banning tiktok <laughs> you can't put tiktok on your phone no 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 on your government issued phone yep because it's a chinese company app yep are they also going to prevent you from installing like candy crush on your government issue phone? I mean, I, I hope that you actually are banned from installing Candy Crush on your government issue phone. U.S. Army cadets were instructed not to use TikTok after Chuck Schumer raised security concerns about the Army using TikTok in their recruiting. Well, how about you recruit to where people are actually at? Wouldn't that make sense? You yeah. Know? I mean, if you're trying to recruit people, TikTok is a, is a good place to find them. Mm-hmm. Lots of people use it. Okay, a Navy I spokesman don't... said... That naval and marine personnel who use government-issued smart devices are generally allowed to use popular commercial apps, including common social media apps, but from time to time, specific programs that present security threats are banned. He would not give examples of apps that are allowed or those considered unsafe. If it comes from a Chinese company. It's bad. Yeah. So yes, no Navy TikTok. No Army TikTok. (laughs) Air Force, I guess, is okay. Space Force. Space Force. Space Force hasn't ruled on it yet. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, magnetic North Pole is moving. Towards well, yeah. Russia. <laughs> I mean, A lot. we know it moves. It drifts. Yes. 
now though they're able to actually measure it in real time because it was moving so quickly. Oh, well that feels less good. Yeah. Oh, where's that friggin' 26 requests were blocked on Forbes and then it's like, yes. Forbes is doing the weird ad blocker thing, mm-hmm. making it so I can't actually like see the stuff. Okay. So magnetic north is drifting, which it does cuz like it's determined by the spin of the core, right? Mhm. Since it's fluid, <laughs> the core of our earth is f- fluid and magnetic, so yes, that would make sense. The really weird part of is the weakening of the Earth's magnetic north pole on the order of 10 to 15%. No, that's not good. No, no. We kind of need that magnetic um, shield. Magnetosphere. Yes. I would like to not get fried by solar radiation. <sighs> yeah, how long do these flips take normally? Well, so there's, there's the interesting thing of, like, what does it mean for it to flip? And they say it's flipped before. Yes, yes, it, like, yes but, it has. But how? Like, is it flipped because it just rotates itself around the world? In which case, we're going to see auroras at the equator? Or does it flip because, like, they go through the Earth and they, they like, actually just invert? In which case, there has to be a point at which the Earth's magnetic field is at zero? Which is not good. No, no, that is like everyone dies that day. Which I assume means it, it can't be that, because then everything dies that day. Like, all life on land would cease to exist. Well, there's a Wikipedia article about Earth's magnetic field and magnetic field reversals. Okay. So, hold on, I'm, I'm loading. The most recent geomagnetic reversal can, occurred 780,000 years ago. Uh, take the dipole axis across the equator and then back to the original polarity. So it looks like it... It moves around. Yes. So it doesn't go through, which is good. <laughs> Yay, we're all not going to die. Well, yeah, we're but all going to die at the some simulation point. And like, we're not going to die, but this is going to be some crazy shit. Yeah. While it's doing that, like, compasses will be useless the magnetic field will not vanish completely, but many poles might form chaotically in different places during reversal until it stabilizes again. Wow. Yeah. That will screw up a lot of things. Yeah. How do birds handle that? I don't know. <laughs> birds everywhere. There's like, look, I guess we got to fly that way. That way is colder. Why are we flying where it's colder? Oh, geez. Yeah, these are some really scary hi- hypotheses. Yep. Because there are some people who assume that the Earth's field disappears entirely during reversals. I mean, if they do, we are screwed. Yeah. Right, like, we're we're hardcore screwed. Okay, solar wind can induce a magnetic field in the Earth's ionosphere sufficient to shield the surface from energetic particles. Okay, that that's not as bad. That is a hypothesis. Yes, that's a hypothesis. That is just a hypothesis. We We don't know what will happen. Nope. Um, so, in surprising news, according to a study by AAA, um, drivers with experience using advanced driver assistance system, like adaptive cruise control and lane keeping assist, were nearly twice as likely to engage in distracted driving while using the systems compared to when they were driving without the system. 100% sure. Yeah. Absolutely. So, 
would absolutely believe that. Yeah, no. So driver. Speaking as someone who has a significant number of driver assist features. Yeah. Yeah. hundred <laughs> percent. So driver assist technologies cause just drivers, drivers to be even more distracted than without them. Yep. Some observed distracted driving behaviors, including texting or adjusting the radio. Is considered uh, distracted driving. Yeah, especially with these stupid touchscreens now. The worst part of the touchscreen is when your cord that's plugged into your phone touches the touchscreen, and the touchscreen recognizes that as a touch. Oh. I had to swap to a, a like nylon-covered cord so that it doesn't trigger the touchscreen. Well, that's, uh, that's, that's not good. Granted, you know, at some point, it's just going to be entirely automated driving. So yep. you just need to be careful in this in this weird time that we're at. That. I want that. I want that bad. Like, bad. You want that bad. You know how many... I have driven over 20,000 miles this year. Yep. 20,000 miles this year. Yeah. Well, you, you drive for work, Andy. I know. <sighs> I don't know what to tell you. You drive for work. I know. <laughs> It's just it's, it's a part lot of, of your job. It's a lot of driving. Speaking of which, somebody is mm-hmm. calling me from work. We'll see what the voicemail says after Google translates it. That's such a neat little feature. Mm-hmm. Um, we should probably start hitting topics. Rant? You mean randoms? Not randoms? topics. Randoms. Okay. We've been doing topics. Yes. Uh, so it, are we good to to do so? Yes. Well, we're already over an hour, so okay. So random review. Yes. Is the Krona Sunlight watch face for android for android wear uh it is krona k-r-o-n-a k-r-o-n-a okay yep krona sunlight watch face okay it is what i use on my my android watch my moto 360 g2 and it is so information dense it's ridiculous so if you go to their their Android store page, okay, are you there? Uh, no, I'm loading right now. Okay. Okay. So the the picture in the top left. That is a lot of things on that. The temperature. That is a lot. So of you stuff. have you have the written stuff, which mine is less dense than that. I I keep it a little lighter than that. Um, but it does give you the time, which is good. It's a watch face, right? It better give you the time. Uh huh. It gives you the weather. Current weather in in clear text. Okay. Right. So a moderate rain, sixty eight degrees with a high and a low, and whether it's Fahrenheit or Celsius. But the real like incredible part is the ring around it. So the the big white line is the current time. Okay. Okay. Everything after that is the next twenty four hours. So wherever the line is, you have a twenty four hour forecast, including sunrise and sunset which is where the color changes from, like, purple to yellow, including cloud cover. According to this picture, it is currently cloudy, and it should be less cloudy at about 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock in the morning. Okay. Because the saturation changes, right? You see how it's gray, and then it goes to bright yellow. So that's the cloud. It is currently raining, and the rain is tapering off until about 9 o'clock, where it just stops raining. That's the second little... Uh, like precipitation thing. The second ring is precipitation. And it also changes 
blue is rain, white is snow. The final ring, that green ring, is actually one I've turned off, which is the battery. That is a lot of data going on your one watch face. Yeah, and it's so cool. Like, it's so information dense, and you can look at it and be like, oh, I see the next 24 hours. It's pretty warm right now. It's 7 degrees Celsius. And then tomorrow morning, it's much colder. It's like 3 degrees Celsius. So the base is free. It does have, like, an unlock where you can also get things like the wind speed. And it's just, it's really good. I, I, I'm not going back to any other watch face, I think, ever. I'm sitting here looking at my Gear Fit 2 watch face right now. Yeah. Uh, this is one I picked up mainly because if I double tap the watch face, it goes from white on black to red on black. Ooh. So Ooh. when I'm at the movies... Night mode. And, yeah. But it tells me a lot of things that I don't really care about. It gives me the day, gives me the date, gives me the time... I mean, also, I care about the day and the date. Those are yeah, pretty useful. Yeah, but it also tells me time zone and how many of my steps I've taken. Well, it's a it's a Fitbit. No, it's it's a gear fit. Oh, no, it's a gear. Sorry, it's a gear fit. Yes. Because, yeah, so it like, tells yeah, me my steps and you. floors and theoretical calories I've burned and my last measured heart rate and my current yep. speed and distance for exercising. Yeah. So there's a lot of stuff on there that I don't need. I just like it because, you know, it's got that double tap switch. Yeah, this I I really enjoy. I feel like this gives me a good idea of what's coming. The other question then becomes, is it free? As I said, the base is free. How the, much is the it? The other parts, which is like wind speed and barometric pressure and wind bearing, which is shit I do not need, right? With mm-hmm. subscription, and it's a subscription, it's a buck a month, uh, you can get the UV index, the humidity, the dew point, the atmospheric pressure. What's the subscription? A uh, buck thirty a month. Sorry, buck thirteen a month. But like, I don't. Do you legit care about any of those things, Andy? No. Then why? Yeah, I don't know. If you're out in the sun all day, maybe. Yeah. Like if I was using this as a as a surfer, maybe. If I was doing this on a boat. But, like, if I were a boat, or on a boat, if I were a boat, if I were on a boat, I'd have much more expensive equipment that gives me a much better readout. I'm a boat. I'm a boat. No. No. I'm not a boat. So this is just for Android Wear 2? Android, yeah. Oh, it's compatible with Android Wear 1.6, but does not work with older versions of Samsung watches like mine is. (laughs) Because Tizen. They don't say that, but that's why. And that is my review. Okay. Those of you who have smartwatches, Dave approves. Well, Android smartwatches. Let me clarify that. Yeah. Well, non-Samsung Android watches, which... (laughs) It's getting narrower and narrower here, Andy. (laughs) It says it's compatible with all my devices, but that's all my phones, not my wearable devices, which I feel like that should also be listed on there <clears throat> oh good works for up to 48 hours when internet connection is lost well, that would be good yeah yeah it was like my old fitbit where it would still run with the alarm if i hadn't connected to a phone for a while but then i couldn't turn off <laughs> the alarm oh, without no. my phone and that required an internet access and it was just oh yeah. that was annoying all right so the chrono sunlight watch face <clears throat> add that to the random review all right random topic I rolled ahead of time. How much 
Are you willing to pay for peace out of your own pocket? Is it a guarantee of peace? I don't know. Also, peace between who? Is it like, like that's my question? Is it a guarantee of world peace? And for how it's a long? Guarantee of world peace, and all it took is me emptying my bank account and like selling my house. Yeah, I I do that. For how long though? That's the it's, it's we, we got to ask the five W's here. Well, it, it doesn't. Wait, the five W's. How long? That's not one of the five W's, Andy. When? Who? What? Where? When? Yeah, but when is not how long. When is a measure of time? It, yes, but how long is a measure of duration? And it's, it's close, close enough. <laughs> it's not. No, you can't say five W's and then say how long. Okay, I don't say how long. We, I we, say from when to when. Okay, there oh, you go. Technicality that is slam down. But that's not one of the five W's. When is a W? Who, what, where, when, yes, where? So when from when to when. Is from when and to when is not. Those are W's. Those are oh, W's. Andy. Yes. Besides, you're not even asking for duration. You're asking for repetition. You're asking, do I need to give up my wealth now and never get it back? Or do I have to keep giving up my wealth? Is there a subscription I can pay for peace? Is that is peace on a subscription model? Do I get a tote bag? Uh, I mean, if it was a, a, like, as long as Dave lives in, in squalor and, like, and then there's world peace, I, I guess I'd do that. Like, yeah. Hopefully people will, like, take pity on me and, you know, be like, well, this is the guy who's responsible for world peace, therefore we'll give him shit just to survive, but, mm-hmm. like... I'm not looking for millions of dollars here. I'm not looking to make a profit by giving away all of my money. That's kind of counterintuitive. Also, what kind of piece are we talking about? There's your what. There you go. There's another double. Right. God damn it, Andy. Yeah. What kind of piece are we talking about? Like, peace because the world has been conquered by a totalitarian regime? Like, there'd be peace then. Peace because all humanity has been wiped out. Well, that's the uh, that's the Ultron view, right? So where where is peace? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I don't know. I don't know what to tell you on that one. Yep. You know, it's, uh... it's a very open question. And it's a lot of. <laughs> I would like to know first, but that depends on whatever magical genie this is granting this world peace that I have right. to pay for. Like, there's there's a number of questions here. Yes. It's like, yes, you. I, I give up all my wealth for world peace for one day. Mm, I don't know about that. Yep. Well, <laughs> on that lovely note, peace on earth and goodwill towards men. Goodwill towards men. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. That's a wrap. This has been another episode of the Random Access Podcast. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, corrections, suggestions, remarks, reviews, rebukes, retorts, or just rants, feel free to contact us. You can find us on Twitter at RAPodcast, or send us an email at mail at RAPodcast.net. Thank you for listening. Mm-hmm.